0: On this week's episode, we talk about personalities and describe each
1: other. We help you get to know us a little better and talk about personality typing tools, so stay tuned. Hello and welcome to Rare with Flair.
0: Podcast where two somethings with the same rare disease are living their best lives. I'm
1: your host Cassandra, and I'm your host Casey. Oh yeah! Guess what, Case? What?
0: <laughs> you already knew this, but I'm telling you to tell. Uh, while I'm also telling our listeners that I am now fully vaccinated. So so excited! I got Hold my on. second vaccine. Oh clapping, yes! Clapping! Yes! Clapping. Uh, I got my second vaccine and um, I waited the the recommended two weeks just to be safe. So I've been going places again, which is absolutely bonkers.
1: It's so exciting, though. And yes, I did know about this because like we've told you guys before, we talk like every moment pretty much of the day. (laughs) So I knew this already, but it's very exciting. We've both had our two weeks post second vaccine and we're like, you know, going leaving our house again opening that front door stepping out into the world yeah. it's a little it's a little wild Well, you've gone to Pilates again. I went to Pilates. I love Pilates. Since I do have chronic pain issues, that's one of the things that really helps me. And I haven't been in so long. And I will say my Pilates studio is still doing a really great job at having minimum capacity, you know, and being really safe with classes. Mm. I also, today I did something super exciting that you also know about. But I'm going to remind you and tell our listeners, (laughs) I got fitted for a bioptic today and girl ugh, it, i guess what i got a pink one too stop i didn't know they had pink ones no they fair. Do. they do i got a pink one and i'm super excited i got a bioptic for christmas and i finally got to go you know get my measurements done and a bioptic girl. is a device you can use to see things i am not going to attempt to drive but i am going to watch theater with it and watch my nephew play soccer with it all exciting things. That's
0: so exciting. Yeah, for, for those that are unfamiliar, it's kind of think like a pair of glasses and then having like a telescope mounted on top of one of the one of the lenses and yes. so you can see from a distance without having to like hold anything or lift your head too much or anything. Or yes. it's, it's a pretty cool tool. I've it's had one for exciting many years. I've used it for I don't know, when I was in school, I've used it to watch plays and sports, and it's a very convenient tool. But a lot of people uh, with low vision can use it to drive, uh, case and I. Uh,
1: That's not don't. something in the cards for us, <laughs> but we use it for other things. Also, Easter is coming up, which I felt the need to mention because I feel like we always talk about holidays. on the pod and once again it will be after you know before this episode comes out but that's okay that's okay we hope you all had a great easter if you celebrate it and i'm excited for it i like the you know i I love easter so
0: i know i'm really excited i went back to church for the first time in over a year last sunday so then i'll be back again next sunday and i'm really excited to celebrate
1: um while at church it'll be really exciting it's a great time to go back we're very excited.
0: Yes. Hey everyone, this is Cass popping in. And we wanted to mention also that this episode is exciting because it comes out on April 6 2021, which is HPS Awareness Day, uh, Hermansky-Pudlak syndrome, the rare disease that we have. We have this Awareness Day, was established a few years ago, and it's really cool. And we hope that you, if nothing else, Take the time to learn a little bit about Hermansky-Budlak Syndrome, maybe listen to one of our previous episodes where we talk about it a little bit more. Our colors are red and black, so maybe, and uh, polka dots, so if you wear your polka dots, and it's also because the network was uh, officially a 501c3 nonprofit organization in April 6 of, I think, 92. So really exciting day and we're really glad that you're here listening to us and our journey with hermansky pudlak syndrome i'm gonna slide back into the rest of the pod
1: (laughs) so everybody we're so excited today we're going to talk about personality types so cass and i are really really into typing and these different personality tests And we do want to say a quick disclaimer, though, which I feel like we have a disclaimer at the beginning of every episode. But, you know, you got to. (laughs) Don't we? (laughs) If you talk for an hour about something, sometimes you just got to say it. So our little disclaimer is um, we think a lot of these personality typing tools are really beneficial for people to learn more about themselves and about each other. But also, you know, some of them we have to take with a grain of salt because we don't want to put people into boxes. It can be helpful, but it also... Could be hurtful because human beings are very dynamic. So, you know, maybe maybe do it for fun and use it in your life, but just, you know, not to the point where it gets negative and you're boxing people in, you know? Yeah,
0: absolutely. And there's so many of these. Um, we were just going to talk about both some of the bigger ones to us and then some of the ones that we just thought would be a lot of fun. So um, we just hope that it's a fun way to get to know us. Um, yeah. You know, we, we thought it would be a fun thing to do for you guys to hear us, like, telling... talk Not just talking about ourselves, but talking about each other. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Hope you enjoy. I mean, yeah. we were excited prepping for this.
1: We're excited about it because we talk about this all the time, just in everyday life with each other. And we were like, what a better thing to talk about than this and let people get to know us a little better, you know? I feel like... You guys know our health history inside and out at this point, but you might not know yeah, about our personalities as much. And so, I don't know if you all, you you OG listeners remember our third episode where we talked about style, but we described our style in five words. And for this one, we were like, we should describe our personalities in five words. But instead of instead of describing our own, we were like, we need to describe each other's personality in five words. So I've written I'm down five words about Cassandra, and she's written down <laughs> five words about me, and we don't know what they are. And I think we're going to go back and forth on on our words for each other. And so this is yeah. how I see her and how she sees me. And who knows? I'm a little nervous, but also excited. <laughs> Um, do you want me to do my first word for you?
0: Okay, yeah, and then we'll toss it back and forth.
1: Yeah, we'll toss it back and forth. So, (laughs) I'm like, I don't know why I'm, like, nervous. Um, My first word for Cass is, you are wise. Um, So, So, we know that, you know, we know that Cass is very intelligent. She's an engineer, for goodness sake. But, she's very wise. The way you view the world and your maturity, it's really amazing you you don't care about the little things in life and probably a lot of that you know a lot of your health history has been shaped Mm -hmm. has shaped your worldview but you're just you know you know we always talk about that Cass is younger than me but she's very mature because age is just a number and you're even more mature than a lot of people I know who are older than me so yeah wise (laughs) that's my first word I'm gonna like I feel like I went on for so long
0: (laughs) no 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 no. I'm gonna go on Uh, I felt like the first word that came to mind for you, uh, was just empathetic. Like, it's just, it's just core to who you are as a person. You care about so many things. You care about people. You care about issues. You care about, um, you know, the world at large. You just, you have a huge heart. And I think that that is something that I really admire. Just how much that, how much love you have to give and how much care, um, and also how, how well you take care of those around you in your life. Just all parts of empathy. And, and it's like the first thing it was like, gotta write this one down because it's just so on the nose.
1: Oh, that's so nice. I feel like we feel awkward <laughs> taking compliments. So this is like a, you know. an exercise for us to like take the compliment, you know, <laughs> and move on. But that's very <laughs> nice. So the next one, I think you're going to laugh at this next one. My next oh, word boy. for Cass is assertive. Um, yeah <laughs> And this is You know You said you like You um, You admire my empathy I admire How assertive you are Because I'm not good at that So Cass Stands up for what she believes in She's going to Say it how it is and, and You're not You're not rude But if someone is Doing something wrong You're going to stand up for it And You know You're going to Be assertive with what you want Also If there's something you need You're gonna get it And it's really amazing because I'm I'm sometimes more passive when I need to be more assertive. So it's great to have you around and, and watch that side of you.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that. I feel like, yeah, we, we we have these love fests all the time where I feel like you're like the yin to my yang, you know, yeah. like we yeah. I, I need your your gentility.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I need your. Yeah, it's like we need each other because <laughs> I'm a little too gentle sometimes. So my
0: second word for you is genuine. I just feel like you are, you're a down-to-earth person. I think like anyone who has had the privilege to talk to you at any point in time would know that you're an easy person to talk to and, you know, your first impression is how you are. I know like you're kind of, we'll get to this later, I know you're kind of an introvert, but you're still like a warm person and that makes you like... Makes you really easy to talk to. I know that you know you don't really, you don't really uh, say anything that you don't mean, and I I really really value having relationships with people that are like that.
1: Thank you, and that's so funny because I actually had genuine on my list for you, and I ended up taking it huh. off. Not because you're not genuine. I have a billion words I could use to describe you, but I ended up taking it off. But you are like that too. Like with Cass, what you see is what you get for sure. Um, my next word for you is loyal. Like, you are loyal to the core. You, you have your loved ones, your, your circle, your, you know, your family and friends, and you will stand by their side till the end. You will um, protect them and stand up for them and be there for them. And you'll, you're just loyal no matter what. If, some, if, if I was going through something, you'd be by my side. So that's something I see I had that on my list for you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: so nice. Oh, that was that was the one at the end. But I'll I guess I'll do it really quick now, <laughs> just because really like you you also are very loyal and you're like a great friend. Um, I feel like sometimes some people. I'm not saying like any of of my friends, but I'm saying like sometimes some people aren't really great friends and and they have a hard time like putting other people first or you know you show up like even if you don't want to be there if you're if you're tired if you just have something else to do like you're always going to be there you're going to put someone else's needs before your own and you're going to be a great friend to someone you'll be there to listen you'll be there to to do what anyone needs you to do like you are available and you're a great friend.
1: I feel the same way about you, girl. (laughs) Okay, my number four for you is, and I think you'll, uh, like, agree with this one and totally see what I mean. You are outgoing. And, (laughs) like, you, when you, when Cass walks into a room, she, like, lights up the freaking room because she's so fun and bright and, and cheerful. And, like, you are always up for an adventure. You're always up to try something new. You you love travel and you're just outgoing like you will you'll go so yeah I'm not I'm not (laughs) great at that so I love that about you
0: (laughs) oh thanks um I was thinking that you are very passionate and even though case is pretty even keel I feel like when people think passionate they're like a really like fiery person but case gets really fired up (laughs) about the things that mattered that matter the most to her, whether it's positive, like, it's something that she's just she's really into, like, she knows a ton about, like, Buffy, musical theater like, I could, I could, you're so passionate about certain things, I could, like, I know your interests, you know you're not the type of person that pretty much everything is equally good Yeah, uh, yeah. and the same (laughs) applies to, like, things that, like, really just get her going, like vaccinations (laughs)
1: I get a little heated about my love and passion for vaccines.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you're definitely a passionate person. And, and in, like, online forums with people uh, with chronic illness or with albinism, like, Case is always there to point people in the right direction. She, she knows what she needs she knows what she knows and she's gonna tell everyone and I love it oh
1: thank you thank you.
0: she's better at like engaging with people online in in the sense of like you will stick to an online fight way faster (laughs) than I will like I bow out fast I'm like okay bye I don't really want to do this
1: I try so hard not to get into online disagreements, but sometimes my passion, like you said, my passion gets in the way, and I can't. It's
0: impressive. I can't hold
1: back. I try not to, though, because it hurts. I hate confrontation at the same time, so it, like, hurts me so badly, (laughs) and I, I get bothered and upset by it, so I try not to. My last one for you, and I feel like maybe this is not a word that you would, like, first think to describe yourself, but I see it in you so much. My last one for you is you are caring. And hmm. you, you're a very, very good listener. Like I probably bother Cass with like my issues way too often, <laughs> but I, I feel like whenever I need you, you, you show up. You're there. You listen, and you actually care. Like you genuinely like give me good advice, or sometimes even if you're not giving me advice, you're just there to listen to like to what I'm saying and just validate how I'm feeling. And and you really do care. And like that's hard to find. Like not everybody. Is like that, And so, you know, sometimes you'll tell someone your problems and they'll just kind of write you off, you know, but you actually really care. Mm. And I'm not saying um. that about any of my my other friends either, by the way, like my all of my friends right. are, are in my life because I love them and they're amazing. But yeah, no, you really care. So I appreciate. Oh, thank
0: that. you. Yeah, that that is particularly meaningful because I don't always see myself that way. So
1: I appreciate that. Yes, and I knew you wouldn't because I know you so well. <laughs>
0: My last word for you is conscientious. Casey pays attention to the little things, and that might be in people. Like, she will notice small details, but also kind of in our working relationship, she's the one that actually cares about the small things. And sometimes, like, in my mind's eye, I roll my eyes, and I'm like, I don't think that matters. Like, it's fine. If it were me, I would ignore it because I'm, I'm much more of, like a like, a big-picture person. I care about the details, but... At the same time, like you were so focused on it to the point that it has saved a lot of time for us because (laughs) she's paid attention to these things and I would have ignored it. (laughs) I'm a little uptight. No, you're conscientious. You care like you notice, but you know, you're not you're not uptight because you're not anal about it. You know, it's not like, well, you know, whatever. It's wrong. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just notice, and your and your care is evident, and that also applies to your relationships with people.
1: Aww, thanks, friend. Well, wow. so <laughs> I don't know if I feel like when when other people describe you, it like shows you and everyone else something about you in a whole new light. Because I feel like if we were gonna say words about ourselves, like it just wouldn't you know have worked. So I'm glad <laughs> to feel that little weird. moment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So moving on past this love fest but it is actually kind of important to keep that like all of the things that we mentioned about each other in mind because they will be recurring themes in the different personality tools that we're going to talk about Absolutely. but the first one we're going to talk about and hopefully we can keep this section somewhat short because yeah. case and i both really like this personality typing tool <laughs> so i wanted to give like a very brief description Very brief, okay? It's actually really complicated. (laughs) And then we were going to talk about our personalities of the Enneagram. So for those that are unfamiliar, the Enneagram is a personality typing tool with nine distinct personalities. The Enneagram is really neat because ultimately it's based on your core motivations and desires. And I feel like that often reveals a lot about a person and... I think what's also what I appreciate most about this personality typing tool is that it allows room for growth. So there are different levels of health within these personality types. It doesn't per se lock you in a box because all of the nine types are ultimately related. If you've ever seen the symbol, it kind of looks like a circle with a bunch of like a little spider web inside. Mm-hmm. Um and all of those lines have meanings, but we're not gonna talk about that because this is not an Enneagram podcast. But yeah. um <laughs> it's um, you know, there are times in your life that you'll act more in line with a, a certain type that's also related to you. And I also think it's neat because because it's based on your core desires these are things that you are likely to do based on what motivates or drives you, mm-hmm. um, and not just like you're this way all the time and that's it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's less about your traits and more about what you're doing because of your motivations to do the thing. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, let's let's talk about our types. You want to go first?
0: Um, okay, okay. So, there are nine distinct types and they're on a circle, and so, um, they Each have different names. Depending on where you look, they'll be slightly variations of each other. But I am type number eight, which is called the challenger, Um, (laughs) (laughs) which I I think is funny. I don't know. I think it's funny, too. Um, So we're going to read like little excerpts from um, the Enneagram Institute's website. So eights are self-confident, strong and assertive. There's that word again. Yeah, assertive. (laughs) Protective, resourceful, straight-talking, and decisive, but can also be egocentric and domineering. Aids feel that they must control their environment, especially people, sometimes becoming confrontational and intimidating. Aids typically have problems with their tempers, which I feel like is kind of true. Um, <laughs> I'm always mad, y'all. <laughs> uh, and with allowing themselves to be vulnerable. At their best... Aids are self-mastering. They use their strengths to help improve others' lives, becoming heroic, magnanimous, and inspiring. What a word. Wow. Magnanimous? I know, right? Magnanimous. Oh,
1: magnanimous. Wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's a long word. Um, (laughs) Basic fear is of being harmed or controlled. So basically, my core motivation is self-preservation. And my basic desire is to protect myself, And to be in control of my own life and destiny.
1: Ooh, I love it. And you are—you are like a lot of those words do describe you. You're very decisive. Yeah. Um, and there was another. There were a few other words that I was like, "Yes, that is you." So. Yeah, right. I love that. It is very very
0: straight shooting. (laughs) Yeah. So you know, it it feels it feels super right for me.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, it does for sure. So I am an, an Enneagram two, which is the Helper. Twos are empathetic, sincere, and warm-hearted. They are friendly, generous, and self-sacrificing, self but can also be sentimental, flattering, and people-pleasing. They are well-meaning and driven to be close to others, but can slip into doing things for others in order to be needed. They typically have problems with possessiveness and acknowledging their own needs. At their best, they are unselfish and altruistic. They have unconditional love of others. Wait, where's that at their worst? Did I not copy the at their worst? <laughs> At their
0: worst they're absolutely perfect
1: I think at their worst it already kind of said it Like they're people pleasing and you know um, Doing things to be needed Um, But my basic fear Is being unwanted or unworthy of being Loved and my basic desire Is to be loved and Or to feel love it says here And you know all of these Enneagrams All of the desires are kind of what anybody would want. Like, you know, to Mm -hmm. be safe, to be loved, to self-preserve. Like, we all want these things. It's just what is your main motivating thing in life is really what it is. So, yeah, we Mm -hmm. find it to be a helpful tool. There's so much more we could say about it, honestly. Like, I mean... Yeah. There are wings, so... I'm a two, so my wing would either be a one or a three. Cassandra is an eight, so her wing would either be a seven or a nine. And I happen to be a wing one. Um, and wing ones are really about, like, right and wrong rule followers, like, morals, um, which totally fits in line with me. And Cass is a type seven. And you can, like, if you want to, like, I mean, a wing yeah. seven, I'm sorry. Eight wing seven. Right. So, so, so
0: the wings are, are based on, like, you know, what number is adjacent to you on the circle. So case just explained that they're on like what number if you look at the diagram, what number would be on your right and on your left. Uh but my yeah, I'm a I'm an eight wing seven and a seven's basic desire in life is to enjoy life, to have fun. Yeah. And so I feel like I have I definitely have a lot of that. Like I really love um you know, I love having fun. It's, it's funny. We've made this joke before, or maybe we haven't, but when we started this podcast, it was so in line with our personalities, (laughs) um, that like case was like, I just really want to be able to make something that maybe helps one person, make someone feel like less alone in this world or (laughs) like that kind of thing. And I literally so in line with that seven part of me that I was just like, Well, I just kind of want to have fun, so...
1: (laughs) I know, I was like, maybe we can help people. And you were like, I just thought of how much fun we'd have together doing this. So yeah. literally so our our personality types. Like <laughs>
0: Which I'm, it has been a blast.
1: No, it has been a blast. And like and that's the thing, we both want both of those things. Like I want to have fun with you too, and you wanna help people sure. too. But like my main desire is to help people, and your main desire is like, let's have fun with this. Like let's like yeah. pick a really fun hobby. And so I think that's great.
0: What's been cool is we've gotten to see both of those things, you know, we've gotten some really sweet messages from some of you guys that have said, like, really encouraging things to us that, you know, this podcast or a specific episode spoke to you, and and honestly, that's amazing, and we feel honored that that could have... You know, this content that we make could have such a role in your lives. But yes. honestly, yeah, we've also really had fun. And we've also, we, made, yeah, we guys, we made shirts. That yeah, was cool. We made
1: shirts. Like, yeah, we've had fun, like, getting to know each other better and, like, planning out these episodes. And, like, basically when we're recording it, we're just talking. And so that's fun. Basically. I like talking to you. It's a fun thing to do. We're having a fun conversation. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's very fun. And we hope we can help people. Um <laughs> So... The next one, if you're ready to move on, are we good? Are we done with the Enneagram? I know our, the Enneagram's are favorite, so we thought we would probably take the longest on that. But <clears throat> the next one, if you've heard of it, is the Myers-Briggs personality type. Now, this is another typing tool. There are 16 of these personalities, which is a little harder to keep up with than the Enneagram, which is only nine. Um, and it is... A combination of four letters. So we will name you our four letters and tell you what they mean. I think Cass doesn't really um, connect with this one as much. <laughs> um, you can talk about that if you want. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I feel like with the with who I am as a person, I definitely feel much more seen with the Enneagram. One thing that's in, there's a very long description of the type 8, but one thing that's in there is that one of the words that Gacy said is like that I, I'm i both like very loyal and, and I can be very caring. And those are things that I will, I you know, I don't show them outwardly per se. And the Enneagram helps me feel validated in that like I, I have kind of a tough exterior, but I'm really soft inside and I have like feelings and emotions, just maybe not as many. But like with the Myers Briggs, I feel very <laughs> flatlined and y'all will see in, and maybe in this description, <laughs> um it's very <laughs> Um So there yeah, there are four letters. Um there are two possibilities for each letter, therefore sixteen. You know, I think this also you know as an aside i think this personality typing is more about your traits and more about like how you interact with other people and the way that you make decisions so mm, you know yes. ultimately different basis yes um different. but the first letter is um are you introverted or extroverted which is e or i yes. um are you um intuitive or what's
1: the uh,
0: what's the other one <laughs> i don't know <laughs> We were ready, we were prepared. Maybe maybe
1: Um, we can just link info in the show notes for everybody. There we go. Should we do that? Yeah.
0: But are you think are you more of a thinker, are you more of a feeler, and then are you more perceptive or do you make more snap judgments?
1: Right, right. And, and really quickly, I know we talk about the show notes all of the time. I just want to make sure that people know that how to get to them because I was listening to a podcast recently where they were talking about the show notes and told people how to get there. And I was like, maybe that's a good idea in case – I'm sure a lot of you know, but in case some of you listening might not know where these show <laughs> notes are, they're on our website, rarewithflare.com. And – on there, you can find show notes for every episode where we link things. So we will link the Myers-Briggs, like, like Cass said. We don't know as much about it. So sorry that we're not we're not experts on these things, you know. We're just sharing, yeah. sharing our personality types. Um, right. So do you want to go first with this Sure. One? So I am an INFJ, which is introverted, intuitive, feeling, and judging. So the little excerpt we have here, from I think it's from 16personalities.com. We will link it. Um, They tend to approach life with deep thoughtfulness and imagination. Their inner vision, personal values, and and a quiet principled version of humanism guide them in all things. And and there was one more thing I read that I actually thought was really me that I was going to read. So I'm called The Advocate, and it says, Advocate's unique combination of personality traits makes them complex and quite versatile. For example, advocates can speak with great passion and conviction, especially when standing up for their ideals. But at other times, however, they may choose to be soft-spoken and understated, preferring to keep the peace rather than challenge others. I thought that was, like, really me. Because, like Hmm. we talked about at the beginning, it's like, I am passionate... And I, I stand up for what I believe in, but sometimes I just like to be quiet and keep the peace because I am introverted. So I don't know. I, I, unlike Cassandra, actually really do feel seen by Myers-Briggs, mm-hmm. and I really related to it a lot. I have kind of grown more to like the Enneagram because I like the whole motivations thing. But, but yeah, I feel kind of seen by it. But it's totally, it's not for everybody, and none of these are. like We don't want to pigeonhole people into certain personalities. So,
0: right, right. So, I am an ENTJ. So, that means I am extroverted, intuitive, thinking as opposed to feeling and judging. Um, an ENTJ uh, is a decisive person who loves momentum and accomplishment. They gather information to construct their creative visions, but rarely hesitate for long before acting on them. And I do vibe with all of that, but it's more when you start reading more about it into, like, kind of the strengths and weaknesses. And I feel like I do see myself there, but the weaknesses I felt like are really aggressive. Like, lack of emotional connectivity and arrogance and I was like dang okay
1: and you're not <laughs> arrogant at all I don't see that in I you don't. at all and yeah they made you feel like kind of an authoritative like unfeeling kind of person is the way it I felt like you. a
0: corporate robot when yeah. I read this because it's, <laughs> it's also called the commander and in like the first paragraph of this description it was talking about how you could be like charismatic like a like a good leader or like you know, basically smothering like a cult leader. And I was like, well, that's a fun description. No,
1: no, no, (laughs) no. Yeah, Myers-Briggs can kind of be a little harsh sometimes where you're like, you're taken aback a little bit by what it's saying. But anyway, that's that's our Myers-Briggs. If any of you, by the way, are are any of these types, message us and tell us uh, if you share any of the types with us.
0: So... So I was just reading my outline, and at that, I was like, "Oh, it's my turn." Uh, so we also wanted to talk about astrology. I feel like a lot of there are a lot of people out there who do really uh, enjoy astrology. Case and I actually don't relate to our astrological uh, signs. at all. I can't all.
1: stand. I cannot stand my sign to the point where I am embarrassed <laughs> to be associated with it. When people ask me what my sign is. I, like, don't even want to answer because people have such a negative reaction to me after that, and I don't appreciate it, so thanks.
0: Well, and you're nothing like that. Yeah,
1: I'm really, I don't really relate to it much at all, but we'll get into it. You want to go first?
0: Sure, so I am, based on, you know, my birthday, I'm a Cancer, um, so strings are tenacious, highly imaginative, loyal, emotional, sympathetic, and persuasive, which I think is really funny because... I don't really consider myself emotional. I feel like if any if any emotion I'm more like I'm more likely to be angry than anything else. <laughs> um it's just my go to. <laughs> yeah,
1: like that's your go to negative emotion if you're upset about. Right, something. right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um and then weaknesses are moody, pessimistic, suspicious, manipulative, and insecure. No. Which I really don't think the last three fit me very well at all <laughs> no
1: not at all no i mean <clears throat> i don't really what see a suspicious mean. loyal maybe is the only one i can see that really fits you um here are mine i hate to admit to everyone listening to this pod i don't want to upset you when i say that i am a scorpio um, so yeah, that's unfortunate for me and no offense to any <laughs> Scorpios out there because I am one. I just, I don't relate, but my strengths are, I'm resourceful, I'm brave, I'm passionate, I'm stubborn, and I'm a true friend. I mean, I am you passionate. You are a true friend. Well, thank you. <laughs> and I, I am passionate, but not quite in the way that is described. Okay. My weaknesses: distrusting, jealous, secretive, and violent,
0: Those are, none of those are you.
1: Literally (laughs) none. at all. (laughs) And it's like, I will be the first person to name off my weaknesses. I have a lot of them, as we all do as humans. And I know, like, I consider myself to be a pretty self-aware person, and I try to work on my weaknesses, but violent like not at secretive? all secretive I like put my whole life on a podcast I'm not at all <laughs> secretive violent I'm not distrusting either I'm not jealous like I, I don't understand that no but no so I I feel like Scorpios are often seen as really really fiery they hold grudges Um. they they're just like angry and like scary like everyone's like you don't want to piss off a Scorpio like no like you could do something pretty terrible to me and I probably would still be nice to you like I don't And, you know, that might be a problem within itself, but
0: I'm not a Scorpio.
1: I mean, I I am a Scorpio, but I don't, I don't relate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So those are thoughts on astrology. I feel like some people, there's like, I feel like more to it, but, you know, not that we've done any digging for it of like, moon signs and rising (laughs) yeah i I don't know what that means i know
1: (laughs) people say i'm a whatever moon and i'm like maybe i just need to like discover what i really am and maybe i'm not really a scorpio after all so if anybody knows november 19th let me know am i really a scorpio help me out people tell me that i'm not please save me (laughs) um okay so the next one we thought would be fun to talk about is Harry Potter houses, so Uh, I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with Harry Potter. We have Gryffindor, Slytherin, Hufflepuff, and Ravenclaw, and it's funny because I relate to two of them more so, and Cass relates to two of them more so. The other two. (laughs) The the opposite two. So, I will go first. I... I am a Ravenclaw, but I'm also, like, right below it, I would be a Hufflepuff, so I kind of joke around that I'm a Ravenpuff or a Huffleclaw, because I have taken the Pottermore test multiple times, and I keep getting different ones. I've gotten Ravenclaw more, though, so I will read about Ravenclaw. So, a Ravenclaw possesses the traits of cleverness, wisdom, intellectual ability, and creativity. Ravenclaw are noted for their individuality and acceptance of people and things that others might consider weird, as well as their intelligence. They can also be quirky and possess and possess unusual intellectual interests. So I am not like intelligent in the school book smart kind of way I'm not like dumb like I did it fine in school no. but I, <laughs> not I am um, when I am passionate about something like when I'm interested in like musical theater mm-hmm. or other things like that I do really love to learn and I try to learn everything I can about that topic and I really dive deep and I like being creative and imaginative so I and I, and I like like you know quirky different kind of people and being friends with them. So that's kind of why I feel like I fit into Ravenclaw, not as much for like the straight A's kind of thing, but for the for the thirst of knowledge in other parts of my life if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. I feel like that really fits you. Um, yeah, and of course like, you know, we we are of the generation that grew up with Harry Potter, but I really like it. You know, I think it's it's a good it's a good set of stories and um, so mine so yeah there's Gryffindor and there's Slytherin are the other two and so I have also had the same thing as case where like I kept getting different answers on the quiz so I I once like went on Facebook several years ago and I was like everyone I need your crowdsourcing tell me
1: I did the same thing on Facebook (laughs) we need to find those old statuses (laughs) It's so funny,
0: and through through Facebook, and then I took the quiz a few more times, it was the one that I got the most as well, I am a Slytherin, so Slytherins are associated with cunning, ambition, and a tendency to look after their own, uh, Slytherin has produced its share of dark witches and wizards, but we're not afraid to admit it, it's okay <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you get some bad eggs, but hey, that doesn't that doesn't ruin it for the rest of us, okay? Um <laughs> Slytherins are always striving to be the best, something they have in common with Ravenclaws. Um mm-hmm. however, Slytherins will never leave their own behind. We're very like fraternal uh based on uh we went on the uh Harry Potter Phantom Wiki, so mm-hmm. we're bit, uh very very fraternal, love our people and yeah, like you know, we'll we'll go to like many lengths to get things. Um, I also feel like I can vibe with um Gryffindor, which is, you know, about like bravery and kinda of rising to a challenge. Like I uh-huh. feel like I definitely have a lot of that. But yeah I think I think ultimately, I add, like, my loyalties lie with Slytherin. Yeah, the loyalty,
1: like, the ambition. I feel like that really fits you. I feel like Slytherins and kind of your strong personality type in general, you can kind of go one of two ways. Like, you could go down mm-hmm. this path of, like, using that power for, you know, like, your own gain or something like that. But with you, like, it's such an amazing thing to see people with that strong personality type to use it for good and to, like, You know, I feel like with you and with other people I know like you, I feel really safe and protected. Like, I feel like nothing can (laughs) ever get to me when you're around. And I definitely feel like that with Slytherins. It's like they protect their own, like you said. I feel like that Mm -hmm. fits you really well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, thanks.
1: Um... Okay, and then also, okay, so the Harry Potter, like we just talked about, has four houses. So we also wanted to talk about the four elements. And when I think about the four elements specifically, I think about the TV show Avatar, The Last Airbender. If you're not familiar, you should be because it's a really lovely show. But Uh, um, the characters on it can bend the elements. So there is Earth. Fire, air, and water. And so we were kind of talking the other day. Just We've never really given too much thought to what elements we would be. But we were kind of talking. And it's funny because we're kind of the opposite ones on this, too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> we, we really are. Like, each other. The, You really are like the yin and yang you know. Um, so you can go first this time of, like, what elements speaks okay. to you. And I, I, I think it's obvious if you have listened to the first half of this episode what it might be. <laughs>
0: right yeah so it's probably fire
1: or earth um you know
0: just I feel like for obvious reasons um I feel like I'm a pretty like level-headed and grounded person um ultimately but uh yeah I definitely have like that like you know I can I can be aggressive but in like more an assertive way if uh when needed and so like I feel like that Fire is also, like, all about control, and I feel like that's something, especially even go, thinking about the Enneagram, it's really value control, and not not always, like, in a negative way. I feel like controlling gets, like, a, a bad rap. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, th- I feel like that works for me. Besides, if you have seen Avatar The Last Airbender, you know that my girl Toph, who is blind, and who... I'm convinced we're, like, basically the same person because (laughs) she's also, like, snarky and, like, (laughs) but she's very, like, talented at what she does. She bends the earth, and so I'm like, ah, I could be like her.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I... I would 100% put Cassandra in fire except for the fact that she is so much like Toph who is an earth. I know right <laughs> so I'm like you are either earth or fire probably I think we both kind of came to the consensus that I we think I am water I kind of mm-hmm. am probably the most katara e out of out of the show, and if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, I'm really sorry. But Katara is a name of a character on the show. If you do watch the show and you know what we're talking about, you're probably going, "Yes, I know." But, <laughs> um, but no water. I think the water um, tribe is kind of compassionate, kind of motherly. Um, they're really mm-hmm. family oriented. They like take Very. care of their people, and they're all about healing as well. Like you, um, on the show, you can heal with water, and I. I feel like that would be something I could I could see myself in maybe. So Yeah. Well and
0: water is both like both subdued and powerful. Yeah. So like when you need it to be, like it can be like this big force but you know it can also be a very gentle thing like with the healing so i feel like that really fits you good
1: point yes good plus katara
0: is awesome i love katara oh
1: yeah we're we're like the toff and katara even though they like hate each other at first so i guess i don't know what that says about us
0: (laughs) we didn't hate each other at first no (laughs) no we really
1: didn't we wanted each other to think we were cool
0: (laughs) (laughs) that was (laughs) if you want to hear that again listen to our conference episode where we retell our (laughs) Our meeting story. (laughs) Our meeting story, but... um, Okay, so I think this is, like, we're nearing the end here, but we also wanted to talk about love languages, which is, you know, personality-based but different in the way that we show and receive love and things that are more meaningful to us. Um, I feel like if... If you know me at all, I think this is, like, kind of an interesting thing to listen to when someone really lays it out like this. Yeah, yeah. Um, But do you want to go first?
1: Yeah, sure. So the five love languages are acts of service, words of affirmation, touch, quality time, and gift giving. And it kind of changes. It's like, you know, you have to think about what you prefer, how you prefer to give love, but also how you prefer to receive love. And that might not be the same. Sometimes it is for some people, but... Um, I think my favorite way to, and I I think everyone also loves all of these things, right, for the most part. Like, most people love receiving love no matter what kind of love, you know, how it is. But I think for me, my favorite way to receive love is through acts of service. If someone offers to drive me somewhere or uh, does an errand for me or something like that, that just really warms my heart. And I think it's, I've talked about this on my YouTube channel before. I think it's kind of disability related for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I think because I can't drive and because I often feel like I'm a burden to people, when people offer to do those things and they act like it's not a big deal at all that is such a powerful form of love to me and it shows that they care for me but I also really love words of affirmation and gift giving and I think those are my two favorite to give I love giving my friends words of affirmation building them up telling them how great they are and I also love gift giving and I know gift giving can get a bad rap sometimes of being like this materialistic thing but I love like Really, really trying to sit down and pick out a very thoughtful gift um, Mm -hmm. that that person will love. And and it's very obvious when I receive a gift that seems very thoughtful, like they really thought of me. And that warms my heart so much. Like Cass sent Mm -hmm. me cookies recently because I was going through a bit of a hard time. And it literally like meant the world to me That someone would think of me And go out of their way to do that it, I'll never forget it So those things really And my Sorry I keep talking But my last My very lowest totem pole is quality time Because I'm an introvert I don't require a lot of quality time <laughs> Please leave me alone um, So that's <laughs> <laughs> That's it how I if, if someone wants a lot of quality time from me It's actually a major turnoff, And it like smothers me And I feel stressed So that's that <laughs>
0: Right, so um, I think that my giving and receiving are actually pretty similar. They're pretty on the nose for me, um, and I've also noticed that um, I've wanted more or less of of these different things at different times in my life. That makes um, sense. You know, I feel like it's definitely changed over time based on my situation like I've heard about these uh, love languages since I was a teenager and so some of them didn't mean as much to me as now as an adult I'm independent kind of doing my own thing and so sometimes it's just that much more meaningful so um, my order my favorite thing is I really like gifts Mm -hmm. which again could sound really shallow and it's and I'm very picky about it so it's not just like any little thing you know but when there is that thought to it, like, if you have given me a good gift, I remember that.
1: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And
0: I likely still use it. I, I have, like, unfortunately, I do have, like, very strict criteria. Like, I don't like to collect things. So, you know, a meaningful gift to me would be, like, an experience or something that you know that I'm going to be able to use. Um, things like that those are like some of my favorite things to receive like case got me speaking of good gifts um case got me uh for christmas this kind of like a i don't know what i'd call it. it's not like a plaque but it's kind of like a little um stand of after we did the music episode which was number seven I I said my very favorite song, and Case got me, like, something that had that favorite song on it and, like, a little barcode to scan if you want to hear it on Spotify. I was so moved. Like, it was so special to me, and I love seeing it in my house. It makes me think of you. It makes me really happy because it is, like, my favorite song. Yeah. And so, you know, good gifts mean a lot to me. I think... um, I also, I'm I'm an extrovert, so I really like quality time. I think when um, people go out of their way to, you know, say, like, hey, let's hang out. Like, I'd love to spend time with you. Like, I enjoy your company. I think that that's really special to me. Um, My next one is acts of service. Like, pretty much what you were saying, I didn't really value this much uh, at other times in my life. But I feel like now at the state that I'm in, like... If you go and do something for me that I could not do on my own or that it would have been, like, a pain for me to do on my own and, and again, you act like it's no big deal, wow, that is so, like, nice. And I, again, I'll remember that. Like, it, you know, it really feels special. And then my last two are touch and uh, words of affirmation. Again, I've valued words of affirmation more in times of my life, but I think... I was more insecure in who I was Mm. as a person back then. And so I think I needed more of that. But at this point in my life, I'm pretty okay with who I am. I know myself way better than I used to. Um, And so I don't, I actually get a little annoyed when people are, are really over the top with their compliments. I kind of start to get a little suspicious. Uh, I, Like yeah, it feels it like feel someone like wants something. Yeah. yeah it I, feels I,
1: like kind of, yeah.
0: And I, you know, I love a good compliment, but when it's like based in something, when it's like you did a great job at this thing, or, you know, I really appreciated how you were there for me at this moment. Mm-hmm. But when it's just like, oh, you're such a nice person, like, you're so pretty, like, I yeah. that doesn't
1: speak to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's funny that touch was both of our second-to-last one. So, yeah, I guess. I love a good is, hug, but I,
0: yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not, like, super smothery with my touch. Yeah, me
1: neither, totally. Not a PDA person really either. So that was the last one. I kind of wanted to quickly touch on something. If you guys have heard, I am a highly sensitive person, and this is not just me describing myself. This is actually like a personality type, and people call it an HSP, which is really funny because we have HPS, which is our rare disease, so I'm like HSP, HPS, I don't know. But I feel (laughs) like out of all of the personality typing and tests, this is the thing that has I have related to the most out of anything else so I wanted to read just a tiny bit about it because I have never like felt more seen than when I read about being a highly sensitive person I feel like the word sensitive gets such a bad reputation and people Mm -hmm. think you know they can't say anything to you or you're going to be like offended by it that's not what it is so for me it's things like Avoiding violent movies Because it upsets you Being deeply moved by beauty and nature Being overwhelmed by major sensory stimuli Like uncomfortable clothing or bright lights Feeling a need for downtime Having a rich complex inner world Complete with deep thoughts and strong feelings Sensitive to other people's feelings around you Like if someone is is in a fight Even if they're not in a fight with you If they're in a fight in front of you It like really upsets you And also like things like being really sensitive to your blood sugar when you get low blood sugar or like the volume on the TV is it too loud is it too soft like just being overly like sensitive and that's I don't know I just kind of wanted to read a little bit about that because if you want to read more about it we can link there are a lot of articles on highly sensitive people but I am a highly sensitive person and that is something that really affects my life in both a good and a bad way but it's like a big part of my personality so that's that's me yeah yeah, and
0: I think we all have degrees of sensitivity. Yeah. Um. You know, Case was telling me about this a couple months ago, and then she sent me this quiz that she took. And <laughs> out of, like, what, 24 or 28 or something, I don't even remember how many there were. I got, like, seven. Uh-huh. So, you know, I had a degree of sensitivity. I'm definitely, like, moved by art. Um. I, like, I do care, but when I think... when. You know, some of those things that you listed, like, I don't really have sup- a super rich inner world. I, I do have a difficult time knowing, like, what people need in a situation. So I'll usually, you know, I'm me being direct, I'll usually ask, like, you know, how can I help you right now? But, like, it's more difficult for me to, to like, uh, assume people's needs or that uh, or notice that they're particularly bothered. But mm-hmm. it's not like I can't read a room. Uh, But Case got like all of the things
1: (laughs) And it's like Yeah you definitely are still Sensitive I feel like if if someone had Zero sensitivity they'd be be pretty much Unfeeling I think it's just Are you sensitive or are you highly sensitive I think that's like the difference like I am highly sensitive Um, Even like when I was a kid My socks would like bother me And you know like feeling of my clothing And things like that and so yeah Highly sensitive Mm -hmm. person look it up It's very interesting
0: it's cool, and yeah, like, it's, maybe I'll link that quiz too if you're interested yeah, in how sensitive yeah. of a person you are.
1: <laughs> exactly. So, we have we have a game. game. <laughs> this is a fun one, guys, so don't, don't miss out on this game.
0: <laughs> don't touch that dial.
1: <laughs> don't touch that dial. <laughs> we are going to do... Uh, who is more likely to out of the two of us? This is kind of one of those like silly games they play at like weddings sometimes. But I've seen friends and family members do it on Instagram. There was like a trend on Instagram where it was going a- around. Um, Cute. And so we're just going to name off statements of who is more likely to. And we're going to answer. And I wrote down five and she wrote down five. And we do not know each other. So we can go kind of pretty quickly through this. But okay. My first one. Who's more likely to get away with murder <laughs> it is should we um, do three two one and say is that what we're gonna do oh i'm trying to think uh i know i know the end okay. okay i think yeah i think are we doing three two one
0: okay uh i don't know i feel like that's gonna be weird that's at the gonna lag, be hard to I, hear
1: okay no i'll just say it first i think it's you my friend really
0: i thought it would be you i feel like <laughs> i feel like i would be the time person to have like a crime of passion like i'd be so mad about something that someone did to me that i,
1: would... I feel like you could get away with it much easier than me i'm not good at, at like i'm not good at that like i wouldn't but be able to like, hide it
0: that's true i don't know if i'd be able to hide it though i think it would really bother
1: me <laughs> well i would hope i would hope it would bother you God. okay so we don't we don't have a clear answer on that one still undecided who is more likely to get away with murder yeah
0: Okay so who's more likely to be Most creative
1: Oh gosh I that's think, hard
0: I, th- I think you are I think you're very like Artistic by nature
1: Uh yeah maybe me just cause like I majored in theater and you're you're an engineer which is not, you know, you have to be creative in different ways but not as like artsy creative, I guess. Like artsy
0: creative. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So yeah, I guess that would be me. I think that's a little that's pretty easy. We got one that we got one that yeah. we agreed on. This one is really random and it's not to offend anyone. I was just picking out funny ones. Um, who's more likely to not take a shower for a week? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like kind of both of us. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I feel like we'd be equally likely to do that. But yeah, we wouldn't. Neither like, of
1: us are like super high maintenance with like, I don't know. Like we, I feel like we take care of ourselves for sure. Yeah. But I'm not yeah. the type of person that is like showering twice a day. Like you know, like Ugh. some people.
0: I do. I do shower daily. Like just because, uh, for health reasons, honestly, well, yes. like I, I kind of need to. But, um, but yeah, I mean. In terms of who would be more likely to, I think we're probably kind of equally both. likely to. Yeah, yeah. I
1: think like we could both go a while without washing our hair is something we would do.
0: Oh, gosh. Yeah. I've gone.
1: Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I a should 100%. say. I've
0: gone like a week and a half without washing <laughs> yeah, my hair. Yeah, no, I So that's so. what
1: I, yeah, that's kind of, I know we both like actually shower, but yeah, as far as hair washing, maybe not.
0: <laughs> yeah. You should, by the way, you shouldn't be washing your hair that often. It's not good for your hair.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. Um. Fun.
0: Uh, So this one I thought would be funny But I don't know the answer Um,
1: (laughs) Who would be most likely to die first In a zombie apocalypse Me 100% me (laughs) Are you kidding That's the easiest one we've had (laughs) Definitely me Definitely me Listen listen If there were ever like a desert island situation Or a zombie apocalypse situation I would be the very first one In any situation (laughs) to go I'm sorry to say I think of the
0: two of us, I would probably last the longest. However, because I'm blind, I don't think I would last much longer than other people.
1: Yeah, I was going to say the problem is I am also blind, so I don't know... But yeah,
0: like dumb luck, maybe. I I like honestly, I'd probably grab like a a, like a machete or an axe (laughs) and just like swing around and like hope for the best. I feel
1: like I could hide. If I hid, I'm like a good hider, you know. Like I could come up with yeah strategies, but ah no, I don't think. Okay, who is more likely to become a nun? This is uh, by the way, I didn't make these up. I found these on a website, so I'm not like. I think me. I think you would. Yeah, it would be me. For sure, I could totally. Yeah,
0: it. yeah. I don't know why. I mean, but. you're you're good. You're much better in, in solid. Uh, yes so, not solidarity. Exactly. Solitude.
1: Solitude. No, that's so true. That's what it is. Like, yeah, my introverted. Yeah,
0: is. yeah. I would really want to talk to someone. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, who is more likely to fall asleep right after a movie starts?
1: Me. I don't know that about you though. Are you that person?
0: Not usually, but I do like to fall asleep in lots of places. That's I've fallen what I was asleep say, yeah. in I've fallen asleep while getting my hair done. I've mm-hmm. fallen asleep at the dentist. I've fallen yes. asleep like in a like when I was in college I had like a talent for sleeping in corners of the me building. Too, like, me too.
1: Yeah, Listen, girl. Have we ever talked about this? Like I yeah, I fall asleep in my college classes and work meetings oh, while yeah. getting my nails done. I fell asleep in an aquarium once on a field oh, trip. Oh, I've almost
0: fallen asleep while getting my nails done, but it's, like, really embarrassing because then I, like, I don't want to, like, smack my hand on something.
1: Yeah, I can fall asleep <laughs> literally anywhere except yep. my bed at night, usually. Is exactly <laughs> That's how so is. I'm so sad. I'm sorry. No, I know. I can fall. I can take a nap. Like, we had a theater building lobby. I would just be napping on that bench every single day, like, in public, yep. in front of everyone. But I guess both yeah. of Yeah. I
0: think so, but, like, if a movie starts, I mean, I can stay up late really easily, so, like, if a movie starts, I'll probably stay awake for it unless yeah. I'm, like, sick or s- for some reason, but, yeah. I don't
1: often fall asleep in movies unless I don't like them, but <laughs> if, I, if I'm if i into it, I won't. Um, yeah. Who is more likely to bungee jump?
0: Oh, 1,000% me.
1: 1,000% you. <laughs> what? No question, you.
0: Yeah. yeah. I so we have an amusement park called Kings Island in Ohio and there's um I I love, like, those daredevil stupid rides that, like, (laughs) there's this one ride that's called the slingshot, and you're basically in a pod, and they just, like, shoot you up into the sky, (laughs) Um, and it was probably the funnest thing I ever did. Shout out to my brother, Carlos, who did it with me. It was a blast. When I
1: was younger, I did a lot more daring things. I did a lot of, like, zip lines and crazy rides like that, so it's not like I, like, wouldn't you know it's not like i've always been afraid of that i think as i've gotten older i'm like no thanks yeah that's fair yeah that's fair yeah. speaking of
0: things that i've gotten afraid of as i've gotten older who's more likely to scream at a spider i think i liked bugs more as a kid
1: i but i think me and you both of us
0: i th- i i don't like the bugs because I, I cannot see the bugs
1: i freak out like a little like a little too dramatic when i see a bug
0: no i know no yeah. you guys like no i recently literally like very recently maybe a week ago i saw like a beetle i was like cooking um and i had my like flower jar out and I, like there was like a beetle crawling around the edge of it i no lost it no. i screamed and i called my mother okay
1: yeah. no, I called my mom too my like, mom come over kill it um okay my very last one is who's more likely to become the president Oh, I feel like probably you.
0: Oh, but I'm not good at I'm not good at diplomacy. (laughs) Oh, I would put my foot in my mouth.
1: (laughs) It would be like it would have to be like if it were both of us together, we could do it. But yeah, I'm not good enough at like the um the ridic not ridicule but like the uh, the people hating you. Like that would be like because there are people bound to hate you. I can't deal with the conflict and all of that. No. No.
0: And also yeah. the leadership.
1: I'm not the best. I don't I can lead if I need to, but I'm not like I'm not into power. That's not something I've ever really yeah. like wanted. Is power? Like that's actually I find myself in at.
0: like these situations like when I'm like in a group, I feel like I tend to end up being the de facto leader unless there's someone who just really wants it and it's not like I'm even really trying for it I'm not like gunning for positions of leadership but I feel like it often happens for
1: me that kind of yeah that happens to me sometimes too but I don't love it like I don't hate it but I would never want to be the president no
0: yeah oh that sounds like a difficult job terrible I think the answer to this next one is both of us, and this is my last one too. Okay, Um, who's most likely to be hangry?
1: Oh, uh, absolutely, both of us. Um, Yeah, I get so angry when I'm hungry. I get so angry, and I'm not. I'm not a super angry person, but when I'm hungry, like I'm gonna get very annoyed. Like
0: I am. More of an angry person, so I get angrier <laughs> as I get
1: hungrier. <laughs> I feel like everyone listening to this is gonna think you're so angry all the time. Like, like generally, you're a very happy person. I feel like. I
0: I really am, but like, I have kind of a short fuse. Yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like you know. Like
1: it's I, like, oh, sorry. You were. You were oh, go um, ahead. <laughs> cutting out. I feel like if you're gonna have a negative emotion, you would go to anger before you'd go to like crying, upset, emotional, oh, yeah. like that that's what you mean but I feel like I don't want the listeners to think you're like no just angry. things just
0: annoy me quickly and I'm just yeah. like oh my gosh like yeah, I just yeah. kind of get exasperated with things <laughs> so that's what I, that's what I'm talking about usually like when someone like is really uh like they really need my attention at work or something I'm just like oh what?
1: Yeah, yeah like <laughs> so
0: annoyed like leave me alone but no it's more it's more that and I'll like uh I'll definitely like rant easier about stuff than I will like be cr- like be sad crying. and cry. Yeah, exactly. That is a crying is a vulnerable experience for me and I don't yeah. particularly like it, but like I know that it's important to cry. I cry like um, once a
1: week probably.
0: I do too. I just hate it.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, good. Good. That makes me feel less. <laughs> it's less like weird. my my Thursday
0: cry, you know. <laughs> my Thursday
1: cry. <laughs> Got to do my weekly I, cry. I was, Hold on.
0: I I once saw like an article in the Onion. I don't know if I'll find it, but um, that was like uh, meeting rescheduled to to Thursday or to I don't know rescheduled because of Thursday cry conflict.
1: <laughs> I love the Onion. Uh, oh my gosh, yes. my headphones have fallen out. But anyway, no, that was a fun game. Maybe we can do that again. I like that one. I think it's hilarious. That was
0: fun. And I like, like that. It yeah, with the
1: personalities because it helps us get to know each other better yay Um, so you guys we have a new game who knew who knew we were always trying to find new games so that's a fun one but anyway i guess that's it thank you so much everyone for listening
0: we'll see you back here in
1: two weeks two weeks Bye. bye bye